Welcome, my friends, to this first 2022 episode of the Mike Ornelas Show. If you enjoy this episode, would you do me three favors? One, subscribe to it so you never miss out on a single episode. Two, share it with a friend because good information cannot be kept secret. Number three, rate it wherever you tune in for fine podcasts like this, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, or anywhere else for fine podcasts like this. What is your capacity? What is your capacity? Your capacity determines your opportunity. Your capacity determines your opportunity. Many people want the boss's paycheck and perks, but they don't want the boss's price. What's the price of being a boss? Have you ever st- sat down to determine that? What process did the boss go through to get to where he is? And just in case you're wondering why I use the personal pronoun in the masculine sense, it's not because I'm sexist. It's just because I prefer that. It's a lot easier rather than going he, she, they. It's just exhausting that way. So that's just my preference. Okay. Back on track. So what is your capacity? Your capacity determines how high you go within any organization. Now, what we're not talking about today is personal value because everybody has value to somebody. Everybody has value to somebody, whether it's your spouse, your children, your mom, your dad, your grandparents, your aunties, your uncles, your cousins, your neighbors, your supervisor, your coworkers. You have value to somebody in this world, whether it's your dog or your cat or your hamster or your pet snake. You have value to somebody. In somebody's eyes, you are valuable as a person. So that is not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about personal worth, okay? So let's get that out of the way. You have value to somebody. You are, value as an, you have, are valued as an individual, and you have personal worth as an individual. What I am talking about is organizational value. What value do you provide to your particular organization, whether it be as your vocation, whether it be as a volunteer, no matter what you capacity you are in right now, what value do you bring to the table? What value do you inspire with your presence and with your feedback, with your skill set and with your personality? What value do you bring? And what capacity do you have for rising within the organization. Now, here's something that I have found from experience and having personally talked to tens and tens and tens of thousands of people to ask them how they got to the position that they are in within their organizations. I have found that you cannot control certain factors about you. Donald Rumsfeld, former Secretary of Defense, stated it this way. He called it controlling the controllables. Controlling the controllables. There are, you can't control the uncontrollables. It's impossible. Those things are beyond your control. What is beyond your control? Your height. You can't choose how tall you are. Your, Your eye color. Your hair color your skin color, the family you were born into, how you were treated growing up, 
You cannot control the things that happened to you before you came of age. So let's get that clear. One of the things that people get hung up on is their past. They get so caught up in the things that happened to them before that they get stuck there and they never move beyond that point in time. Whether they were a child, a teenager, a young adult, whatever happened, they get stuck there. Now, I'm not bashing you if you need professional counseling. That is definitely something worth pursuing. Many people, it helps them. I have coaches, I have advisors who help me through stuff because we all go through stuff, okay? But those things were uncontrollable. You had no say in the matter. You had no voice. You had no vote. You had no opinion. Oh, you may have had an opinion, but you didn't have to have a voice or a vote on the matter. You could not control any of those factors. So let's get that out of the way as well. But as soon as you came of age, as soon as you came to be an adult, you had control. You had control. That's right. You had control. Now, there is this matrix type mentality that says, is it really control or is it the matrix that leads you to believe that you have control? I'm of the opinion that you get to decide the direction that you'd go in life. You get to decide what you're going to wear, the skill set that you're going to adopt, the price you're going to pay for those skill sets, whether it's formal education, informal education, mentoring, coaching. You get to decide those things. You also get to decide your attitude. You also get to decide what you bring to the table every day. There are certain aspects of yourself that you get to decide. You don't get to decide the weather. You don't get to decide how the economy is going to go. You don't get to decide how people are going to drive besides yourself. You don't get to decide other people's attitudes. You don't even get to decide how your supervisor, coworkers, or anybody else is going to treat you. But the one thing that you can decide is your attitude. You can decide how you're going to view the circumstances and situations that arise in your life. You're go- you get to decide whether you're going to view them through a positive or a negative lens. You get to decide that fact of life. You, you get to decide as well your skill set. That's right. You get to decide which skills you adopt, thereby making you more valuable to the marketplace. One of the things that makes you more valuable, one of the skill sets is public speaking. You look at anybody who is the boss of any organization, and at one time or another, that person has had to stand up in front of a group of people, large, medium, small, auditorium, coliseum, has had to stand in front of a group of people to talk. That is a skill set that will stand you in good stead for the rest of your life, whether you aim to be a public speaker or not. That enlarges your capacity and thereby enlarges and increases your opportunity. Number two, another skill set that enlarges your capacity in your, and your opportunity is your writing ability. If you can write well, then you can communicate well and you can rise within an organization. What's another skill set that will allow you to rise within an organization. 
how you treat people, your interpersonal skills, how you treat others matters. If people like you, then that is a bridge to them wanting to know you and them actually knowing you and them and then they them actually trusting you. The KLT factor, no like and trust. When people know you, like you, and trust you, they will grant you opportunities. Not on a silver platter necessarily, but they will grant you those opportunities and think of you when an opportunity arises nevertheless. So these three skill sets. Number one, your speaking ability. Number two, your writing ability. And number three is your interpersonal ability. These factors are all well within your control. But Mike, you say, I am not an extrovert. I do not light up when people cross my path. I do not shout for joy ever because I'm an introvert. I do not ever light up the room. I'm not the most boisterous or talkative person in the room. Notice that I did not say that you have to be an extrovert. Notice I also did not say that you have to be the most talkative and notice that I did not say that you have to be the most cheerful. You could be the most Eeyore type of person, the person who sees the glass half empty, the most introverted of introverts that the world has ever known. And you can, one, learn how to give public speeches. Number two, you can learn how to write. Introverts love that. I think social media was invented for introverts because we get to sit behind a screen and type our thoughts out. We don't have to talk to anybody. We don't have to interact with anybody. We get to just be behind closed doors. Number three, how you treat people. You do not have to be an extrovert to treat people well. You don't have to be an extrovert to be nice to people. It is something well within your control and something that you can easily adopt. It just comes down to your choices every day. Okay, so three those three skills, and I'm going to repeat them for emphasis. Public speaking, if you can get up in front of a group of people, large or small, then it will expand your opportunity. Toastmasters is a great resource. Look them up. They exist in every part of the country. You can find a Toastmasters probably really close to you within a 15 or 20 minute drive of your house or your workplace. Number two, writing. Well, there are plenty of resources for that, and there are plenty of niches that you can get into fiction, nonfiction, business, mystery, drama, romance. And so forth. The list is pretty much endless. There are so many different genres you can choose to pursue. Number three, interpersonal skills. Pick up, highlight, read, reread, reread the book How to Win Friends and Influence People. When you follow Dale Carnegie's advice, you will get more likable. You will like people more as well. You may not be an extrovert. Welcome to the club. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. However, you will be more likable. Okay, so there you go. Those three skills. Public speaking, writing, and interpersonal skills. So what can you do? What can you do today? What's the one thing that you can do today? I I like to make it simple because life's too complicated when we make it so. What's the one thing that you can do? to make 
your to increase your opportunity to increase your capacity what's the one thing that you can do today i mentioned three of them toastmasters enrolling in a writing course online offline community college mentoring coaching reading a book on it uh, one that i recommend on writing i didn't mention a resource was on writing well it's a great resource i recommend you pick it up and you follow that author's advice on writing well for interpersonal skills how to win friends and influence people the classic book that i've read so many times that it is not funny because yes i used to be that guy people thought that i was the meanest person on planet earth people would get offended by what i said i was sarcastic at times rude at times i would interrupt people that i was that irregular other person to other people to other people in my eyes i wasn't that person and so when people would bring it to my attention i would be like yeah yeah right i'm the most likable guy there is i'm just an acquired taste you just don't get me yeah but i realized something that true their feedback allowed me to be chiseled to make choices that allowed me to be a more influential person if i had not followed their feedback if i had not implemented the strategies and ideas that i have learned and gleaned throughout the years to become a more likable person i can tell you with full assurance that i would not be in the situation that i'm in today with a thriving business with opportunities left and right provided to me as well as my ability to provide opportunities to others. I would not be in the situation that I'm in today. I can guarantee you that. So these are things that I have found for myself that come into play. And if you want to expand your capacity, if you want to expand your opportunity, a lot of people, you'll hear them complain, oh, I can't get ahead. Oh, the little guy can't get ahead. I, I still don't know what that means. Oh, I, I, I can't get ahead in this world or nobody gives me any opportunity. Nobody's going to give you opportunity, my friend. You've got to go get it. Okay, here, here, here's some blunt truth. You've got to go get it. In our land of opportunity, someone said it's, shame, it's a shame to be American and be broke. In our land of opportunity, all you have to do is walk out your front door and there is opportunity bursting at the seams ready for you to find your fortune your pot of gold at the end of the lucky charms rainbow there it is waiting for you ready to be discovered ready to be tapped into and ready for you to mine it but oh you have to mine it that's right you've got to pick up your pickaxe your shovel your your mining cart your your hard hat your tool belt and all the rest of your elements necessary to mine that opportunity. Will it happen overnight? No. I will be the first to tell you that it will not happen overnight. If anybody tells you, oh, you just have to post a video or two, and you'll have millions of subscribers who are throwing money at your feet, begging you to explore that opportunity that they're presenting to you. It's a total lie. It's a sham. Anybody tells you, just do this, and you will have millions of dollars flowing into your bank account, it's a lie. It's a lie. They're just selling you uh, 
they're they're just selling you snake oil. You you don't just do anything and you're successful. You don't just do anything and you reap a fortune. You don't just do anything. Just, you don't just do one thing and and mine a fortune. That's not how life works. I will be the first to tell you that I am not the most extroverted person. However, I've learned to get along with people. I'm I again, I was not the most likable person at first, but I've learned how to be liked by people. And you've got to learn it for yourself as well. But here's the good news. You can. You have the ability, you have the capability to matter if you're 8 or 80. You have the ability and you have the capability to learn these skill sets and to start your life on the right track or to continue your life and turn a new leaf on life or to end your life well, whatever season of life you find yourself in. You can. You can. You can, and I believe you can. And I'm, I look forward to hearing the success stories of those of you who follow the advice and find your fortune and find your fortune and find your fortune. It took the better part of 20 years something like 22 years from the time that I was 17 all the way up to the time that I was, well, actually not quite 22 years. Uh, That sounds good, but it wasn't quite true. So in 2018, I started my business. We're now in 2022. So that was four years ago that we started our business, 2018. So it took and our business did not start off successful. It took a, it took two years to get it off the ground. So 2020, from the time that I was 17, so it took, yeah, 21 years. 21 years to become an overnight success. So people talk to me nowadays, oh, how did you do that? A lot of hard work, a lot of frustration, a lot of toil, tears, and turmoil. A lot of toil, tears, and turmoil. A lot of toil, tears, and turmoil. That's how I did it. A lot of toil, tears, and turmoil, and I'm still doing it. I still face toil. I still work a lot. I still face tears sometimes because of the mean things that people say to me. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. I, I still face turmoil. I still go through stuff. It's life. That's life. Like Sinatra said, that that that's life. That's how it goes sometimes, unfortunately. And it will be the same. For you, it will be true for you as well, my friend. Will it be worth it? Absolutely, it will be worth it. When you learn your lessons and you learn them well, it will be well worth your time, your energy, and your effort. But you've got to take it. You've got to take the opportunity. You've got to go explore your hidden gems. You've got to find what's sitting right below your nose, the opportunity that has been staring you in the face maybe for many years. And as I conclude this episode, I heard somewhere that at any time there are 100 people in the world who have the exact same idea. So this is no less true for the local grocery store as it is for Apple. 99 other people had the same idea as Steve Jobs did, as Steve Jobs and and Woz did. 99 others said, ah, that's never going to work, and didn't do anything about that idea and chose to do nothing at all. 
Jobs and Waz, on the other hand, chose to do something with it, and now we know Apple for what they are today. Go explore, my friend. Go find your fortune, however that looks to you. If you enjoyed this episode, would you rate it, review it, and subscribe to it so you never miss out on a single episode? And hey, definitely reach out to us, Sacramento Tax Resolution. If you need help, financial advice, coaching, if you're struggling with tax debt up to your eyeballs, it's time to get your life back on track. Until next time, this is Mike Ornelas, hoping you live less taxing.